0: Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai, Jason Hopps as the old veteran Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke samurai Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything.
1: Hello, you're listening to WePlayRPGs. I have been Eli, joined by...
2: I have been Abby, and I play Eye.
1: <laughs> I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirats.
2: I am Roscoe Suitfoot, and
1: I play Jerry.
2: <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I play Margo.
1: And last time, you guys stopped in a town that was being plagued by Cotton Eye Joe. Margo slurband, yeah. was... Yes, yes. Uh, Margot was arrested for leading a stampede of farm animals. <laughs> <laughs> which
2: is the best reason to get arrested, <laughs> just my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, so oh, you yeah, guys...
2: are go. <laughs> gonna go down, go down a legend.
1: You guys uh, failed to kill Cotton Eye Joe because uh, Flint managed, got charmed, and managed to get off some very good shots. And then after a couple days, Margo's prison sentence was commuted on the grounds that you all left. <laughs> Which is fair. So you guys are...
2: They'll never come back. Yeah.
1: You guys are continuing on your mountain adventures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That That's the plan. I kind of want to leave and not come back. Ever.
1: For that's, any reason. That's fair.
2: But if I order the mayor, be calm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> be
1: gone. It'll be a few years before you can fight Cotton Eye Joe again. Hey, at uh, least we scared uh, him oh away.
2: But hey, we'll be stronger then. So this way we can just, like, you know, haunt his...
1: Well, he might have also head. upgraded, but we don't know this because we don't know demons. That's true. Oh, I mean, one of you might.
2: You're stronger than yesterday?
1: Uh, Let's see. So, you guys were... Yeah, thanks for zooming in on that one, buddy. I clicked on the map to zoom in. It's like, this is barely better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't make improvements at all!
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's still going to take you guys about four days to reach the gates of Nemgalore.
2: That's okay. It's plenty of time to rethink my life
1: decisions. I feel like Roscoe does that <laughs> a lot.
2: The only thing I'm very certain of is I'm glad to know Ninja Horse. That's it. That's true. Well, I well, doesn't think about her life choices. I, mean, I only <laughs> when he up royally.
1: If I remember correctly, you guys are about halfway into spring, and it's raining a lot which, if it were colder, would be snow this far into the mountains, but it's not, so it's mostly slush. And it's kind of getting hard to move around. And as you guys are kind of preparing to look for a place to camp for the night until the storm passes, you see what appears to be a hut. It's not very large, possibly handmade, kind of like a log cabin deal based on the smoke coming out of the chimney someone's in there
2: oh boy your friend you don't know no this is true you
1: got to like knock on the door and stuff
2: who wants to knock i don't want to knock me I just imagine, imagine Margot goes up you. and does it without provocation. <laughs> I was gonna say, like I'm kind of big and scary. <laughs> no. A lot of people hate T-Flint, so Flint
1: that <laughs> Leaves Rosco and Margot.
2: Well, imagine Rosco prepares to do it, and Margo jumps ahead. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Margot, the first thing you realize is that you thought the cabin was a little bit farther away, and then you realize that it's actually sized for a halfling. Or gnome, or, you know, something like that. I'm gonna have to crouch, aren't I? Well, by by Margo's guess, the doorway is about uh, four feet. But, Mario, you knock on the door. Make sure I get his description right. So I don't have to retcon myself. But a older halfling actually opens the door. You're guessing he's older, he does have some gray to his hair, but you also know halflings regularly live to be a couple hundred years old. He looks like a man who has seen a lot of work, like hard labor. And he looks at you and he can, he seems to be able to see your wagon and your friends and he goes, Can I help you?
2: Frosty there?
1: No, you ran off without him.
2: I don't know what to ask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you uh,
2: looking for a place to stay, guys? Yes. Oh, On the ground?
1: Yes, because there's a lot of rain. It is very, very wet and muddy.
2: You were wondering if you had space for travelers. <laughs> hmm. Make a persuasion check. You- oh. Sorry, it went through the first time, I just took a second tip on my end. Yep. For someone who's not good at persuasion, that's a 20.
1: Yep. Alright, Margo. You kind of give him otter pup eyes. And he goes, (laughs) I believe that I do. There's a shed. There's a lean-to around back you can lead the horse into. It'll keep him out of the rain. Tell your friends to hurry now.
2: Thank
1: you. Dinner's on.
2: Yes, y'all hurry up. There's food. There's a um, place
1: to put the horse.
2: Yes, in the stable. Well, Not bad. It's like a lean-to. Lean-to thing. So we will
1: put ninja horse up. Make sure ninja horse is taken ninja care horses. of. Then we will join him in the hut. Yes. It's more like yes. a log cabin than a hut, exactly.
2: Okay, we'll join uh, him in this dwelling.
1: Yeah. It's basically a single room, but it's it's large enough for all six of you. you I'm stooping are, I pretty heavily. Duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the The ceiling's only about five feet. It's like Gandalf in the Shire. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Flint's, yeah. yeah. Like... Flint's having to do the same. And, Margot, something you hadn't noticed... Actually, well, with your passive perception, something you'll you'll notice now that you're inside is he seems to be a lumberjack, possibly, like a woodcutter, something like that, possibly even a furrier. But you can see that there's a well-worn ironwood walking stick leaning against the door, like beside the door.
2: It's like my sword.
1: Yeah, that's how you're able to recognize it as ironwood because it's like your sword. So... The
2: staff is really cool. I have a sword like that. Mm.
1: How, where did you pick up your sword? Uh, I mean, you can give a vague answer if promise. you want. Yeah.
2: From my, uh... Yeah. Mm.
1: That walking stick came to me from a friend. So tell me, what brings you into the mountains?
2: We're headed to Nindalore.
1: Mm-mm. Merchants?
2: No, adventure is good, sir. Hmm. Hard work, that. It can be, yes. And sometimes it can take detours you don't expect.
0: Do
1: you find it fulfilling?
2: So far it has been rewarding, yes. Mm. We have helped, not only have we found interesting things, but we have managed to help others.
1: Hmm. That is good to hear. Here, hold out your bowls. I have have some stew. Should be enough. I appreciate it, good sir. Thank you. I appreciate your hospitality.
2: Thank
1: you. I appreciate your kindness. I am one lone old man. If you had chosen to, you could have simply forced your way in.
2: Rude. <laughs> unfortunately yes. there unfortunately there are people like that in the world, but we are not one of them.
1: Well, we have time. There's food. My work is done, and thus there is beer. You are kind, good sir. Neighborly is a very important thing to me. I don't have many neighbors. So please, tell me your stories. It's very, very pleasant in here. From the outside, you wouldn't have guessed that it was so nice inside. Like, just very cozy. Rovarth, Flint, there's not really a whole lot of room for you guys to stretch out. But you kind of manage to, as the night wears on, you all tell him stories, uh, and he asks very short questions, and gives very short answers. And it's not until the morning that you realize you never asked him his name. And he never asked you yours. But when you wake up in the morning, there is no cabin. There is no stew pot. There is no old man. It's just a very, very dry and comfortable campsite, and you all feel more rested than you have in weeks. And you guys are going to go ahead and mark somewhere that you have advantage on whatever your next role is going to be.
2: Well, then. I can't believe I keep forgetting names and stuff uh, like that. <laughs> I don't think he would have told you his true name, even if <laughs> you asked. This is had Martha's that too. I think we just got visited by some sort of entity, perhaps a god, perhaps
1: a spirit. But something seems to Um you can make arcana or religion checks if you like. Cool. I would which will like be, to. Which will be oh be at advantage because of the thing. Although, what we'll say here is you can choose the next role to use your advantage on. Okay, so it's like having inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you guys feel more rested, more put together, more... You just feel good, you know? Robarth well, Rob- got a 21 on his religion. Robarth
2: off what
1: What did Margo get? Six. Alright, well, with She's a six, an eight, good. and a ten, none of you really no know... Yeah, six, eight, and ten. You guys realized that you were paying very little attention to what was going on. To be fair, it was good um, food and yeah. good company. You know, yeah. he's a very nice yeah. man. Yeah, yeah I I'd, I'd uh, very before. gruff but nice. And with a twenty-one Rovarth, you start to kind of piece stuff together. He's a worker. He mentioned respecting you guys for the dedication to your work that you had there was a farming scythe an old farming scythe hanging on the wall even though you can't farm in this area mm-hmm. and the ironwood walking stick you might have just met Th- met Thodebald Bunce the halfling god of duty and work and uh-huh. beer I will, I will tell the party that I think we might have just met the hecking god of <laughs> work. And farming Stop. and things. Farming and, yeah. Stuff like that. Beer was. He's, yeah. I remember
2: there was beer.
1: Thodabald and his <laughs> wife Cheyenne are both gods of beer. <laughs> well, good sir, if what you say is true, then we are truly blessed.
2: Well, oh, dang, that was some good beer.
1: <laughs> it was better. Um, I'm
2: going to say that, better be the best beer. Yes.
1: The thing you guys realize (laughs) talking about the beer now is that none of you drank the same beer. It all came out of the same flask, but none of you drank the same beer. Because it's like all to our various tastes. Yeah.
2: Nice. So Margo's would be super fruity. Flint drink ciders.
1: Margo's is like some kind of stereotype from the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rovarts is a simple what does that mean? honey type thing I was making a joke about Fruity
2: I don't know what that means
1: uh, It doesn't it, matter it,
2: oh. we, will, we will move it, on it's, it's a
1: joke about problematic 90s things uh, Problematic oh, 90s okay. things Here's a t-shirt uh, <laughs> Well I will I will give my thanks to him
2: <laughs> And I will keep on moving
1: Alright so let's see if you guys encounter anything horrific on your last day.
2: It's always no possible. That. Uh, meet ninja horses, nemesis, pirate horse. Well, nothing too horrific. <laughs> so where did I put it? Ah, there you are. I hate it. You should. Oh, good God. Well, see. So I figured it would be.
1: Uh... <laughs> well, the good news is that all of you notice it because its stealth roll was shit. The bad news is, it's a vargen oh, stag.
2: No. Oh fuck! Oh, stop it! No, I <laughs> no. this thing. No, I am, I am excited What's and terrified terrifying? at the same time. I don't want to fight the <sighs> demon stag.
1: So, so for our listeners, the Vargan stag is a monster uh, specific to this world, and it was originally created by the orc god of destruction, Vargan, but since then they've kind of evolved beyond that. Now they're just stags, they're omnivorous elk whose mouths open all the way to the back of their jaw, and their preferred food is wolves and halflings. But they will eat horses.
2: No, not Ninja Horse! So we
1: did meet Ninja Horse's nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hate everything but what I just said. I take it back. Well, all of you see it, so I need everyone to make nature checks Uh to see if you know that it's not a regular elk.
2: And then I know it wants to eat me.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: oh. You know. Well, I got an eleven ten. Ten. Your stuff okay. is showing up. It is? Yes. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Should I eat?
1: Uh, well, for Flint, you, everybody else is like, man, that's a really weird looking elk. And for Flint, you're like Oh based on the matted fur and the mouth, that's probably a Vargenstag.
2: Guys means leaving now immediately. Guys, Vargenstag, leave now immediately.
1: Roll initiative. Oh. And remember to have your tokens selected when you roll initiative.
2: Crack and skull it. I yeah. remember to do that for once. Damn, I didn't want a good initiative. No. Twenty-two. All right. No, Roscoe, please be careful. It likes to eat. He likes to eat you.
1: Yeah, it does.
2: Uh twelve. Jesus.
1: So it is a little, a little hard to see because there are these trees here. But Roscoe, it's your turn. I'm terrified. No, um. <laughs> Well, so for comparison, as far as the map is concerned, it's the same size as your horse. In reality, it's quite a bit bigger than your horse.
2: I understand, Mm. I hate it, but I understand. This is the thing of nightmares. Well, I'm not going to it. (laughs) Um So But first I'm gonna give Let me see, who am I gonna give it to?
1: What's, What's important, important is that important? X, X is going to give it to you.
2: X is going to give it to you. The Flint gets part inspiration. The Flint warned me that it's going to eat me. And then I'm just going to viciously mock it and tell it it's not going to eat me. Nice. I just <sighs> imagine you just start talking to me like, no, 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 there's no halfling meal for you. Just letting you know if you eat me, you're going to choke and die. I
1: should actually. It's supposed to be further away. Oh, is it? I'm not right. going to consider the distance for your thing because that was my mess up. Okay.
2: So. Let, me, let me get that mocking done. Mm-hmm. Wisdom mm-hmm. save, 14, 6 psychic. Alright,
1: let's see. They got a 19. Well, shoot. I'm It's still going to choke on me if it eats me. Yeah, they're not afraid of their food. Oh, they will be. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do?
2: I'm going to stay right here. Okay. I should be afraid.
1: Margo, uh, you can't actually see it, because you're right inside in the... Actually, go ahead. Well, so you're inside the wagon, mm-hmm. so you know there's something there, but you can't quite see it, so you'd have to go at least, like, right here. There? Yeah, yeah, just so you can see okay. this thing.
2: Okay. How far does a shortbow go?
1: Uh, far enough. Not very far? No, it's far enough. You can... The short bow's minimum range, I think, is 80 feet. 80 feet? Okay, so
2: it would hit yeah, it... Yeah, because
1: the long 11. bow's is 150 to 600, okay. so... Yeah.
2: feet. I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Um, yay. Short bow. There we go.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Say your numbers. Oh,
2: yes. Um, I got a... Eighteen and nine piercing.
1: Eighteen hits and nine damage is not insignificant.
2: Yes. Um, I, did I I do I get another? appreciate.
1: You. Yeah. You have an they extra attack. Know. You have an extra attack. You can fire again.
2: Okay. Cool. Oh yes. <laughs> that's the wrong thing. Twenty-five and you, nine piercing. No, no, you didn't. That's the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, you, never mind. That's that. a, There we go. I did do the wrong thing. Oh that's not gonna hit.
1: Yeah, nine. that would
2: and seven or so that's not gonna hit.
1: Yeah, the nine doesn't hit, that flies wild. So your first mm-hmm. arrow flies true and just stabs right into the meat of its shoulder, and you are now the focus of its attention. Oh man. Anything else you'd like to do? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Oh wait, right. I can challenge him, right? I don't All think right.
1: so. Two, three, four. Uh, six.
2: I can't?
1: Okay, no, no, they have to I be would. within uh, 30 feet of you. Uh, six squares. Uh, Rovarth, it's your turn.
2: Okay, this thing is big and terrifying. I'm gonna move right up next to Margo. And I am going to Eldritch Blast it.
1: Twice. That makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the first roll is 14 to hit. That does not hit.
2: Okay. okay. So I'll ignore the damage on that one. The
1: second one is 15 to hit. Sorry? A 15 does not hit. Uh Uh-oh. So both blasts actually kind of glance off of its hide. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it huffs. Anything else you'd like to do?
2: I'm going to take the dodge action.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good plan because it's its it's its turn. Here Uh,
2: it comes. uh, Let's
1: see to do. Excellent. called
2: again? A Vargenstead?
1: Yep. It sounds like a German heavy metal song. Well, it is a carnivorous elk. So, that fits. Alright. It will, because its movement is plenty. It just moves right up.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: It, uh, oh my gets gosh. right up into your business. Oh. Uh, and I don't it, like this. it uses its ram attack on uh Ashley, on Margot. Ah,
2: oh. Rude. Oh. Uh She's it gonna got the angel.
1: Uh it gets worse. It got a natural twenty.
2: Stop it. Uh
1: which no. is normally would be sixteen damage. No. But because it moved more than twenty mm. feet in a straight line, it deals an extra six damage. Or actually, sorry, that's supposed to be double two.
2: No.
1: Uh, an extra so it's fifteen plus sixteen is thirty two damage and you need to make a strength saving throw. Oh
2: my god, are you serious?
1: Yes. That that's a serious
2: voice. Um, I hate you. That's fair. Alright, where's
1: Yep, so at the that's top out in the corner, right? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna look at pretty much the, the top left of your character sheet where it says saves. What'd you get? 13. Good news, you are not not, you have not been knocked prone. If you were knocked Mm. prone, it could stomp you to death.
2: So, 32 damage?
1: Yes. Or 31 damage. So you guys see it run up and slam Margo. It it runs up and actually scoops Margo up with its antlers and slams her up against the uh, wagon almost hitting Roscoe with Margo. And the wagon actually kind of shakes. And that's all it can do. Flint. You will have to exit the wagon to be able to shoot at it.
2: I'm going to go right here. And then... Actually, no, I'm going to go right here. And then I want to shoot it with a lightning bolt.
1: Because, no. No. I I was planning on going from 0 to 100 as well. (laughs) Alright. Click those buttons. I severely underestimated how dangerous okay. this thing is.
2: Okay, 27 if it beats a 14.
1: <sighs> I did a 30 saving
2: roll. I hope it fails. I really want it to fail.
1: Well, oh, about... Jesus Christ, it rolled a natural 20. Oh, which makes it life. a 22, so it takes <laughs> half damage.
2: So like 13 damage. Uh,
1: Yes, 13 damage.
2: I can't take the dodge action,
1: Ken. You cannot. I have the pact of the shield. My patron protects me. You <laughs> can move I'm hide
2: here. It's gonna <laughs> see me, but like, I'm going to try.
1: Alright. Okay,
2: guys, it's all to y'all. Roscoe. Can I touch Margot where I'm at? Yeah. Good. Did that look painful?
1: You rubber cutesy little head. Mm-hmm. Give her quick like little I'm head like, pats. Oh my
2: gosh! And just bop her in the head. Be healed! <laughs> 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 eleven. You're doing better.
1: Um. So you heal her. Does that mean I
2: get eleven.
1: Yeah, you're healed for eleven. So you should be at oh, twenty-seven. Cool.
2: All right.
1: Uh, <sighs> anything else you wanted to do, Roscoe?
2: No, I'm. A, I'm gonna stay next to Rovarp and Margot. All right. Margot. Try and wreck this dude. All right. Let me see here. Um. So I, I have an advantage roll, right? Yes. How do I use that?
1: At the top of your character sheet, you see advantage, normal, disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Is so when advantage? you yeah, just remember to turn it off when you're done.
2: Okay. So I can challenge now because they're close enough. Yep. Or no, that wasn't a thing, right?
1: No, you can challenge. All them. right.
2: So first, I'm going to challenge him.
1: Uh, actually, yes. Yes, because its intelligence is wait. above 3. No.
2: Let me right, finish so... I'm...
1: What I was saying is normally you can't challenge animals because their intelligence are 3 or less. Okay. But its intelligence is 5. Okay. So you can challenge it. However, it got a 20 on its wisdom save. You I'm just going to tap
2: him with my iron
1: That's a good plan. Remember to turn. Use the dueling one. I mean, you can use that too.
2: Dueling one. Oh. Yeah.
1: So you do more damage. That one? Well, more if Iron you Wood? okay, if you do the dueling ironwood and you get a lower number, you have to use that. I'll let you re-roll, but you I'm have sorry. to use the second one. Okay. Uh, so eight damage. Mm-hmm. So Margo, you kind of scoop up underneath it and shove your sword right up through its ribs. And um there is a spurt of blood, and you think it might be dead, and instead it just gets really pissed off.
2: Do I get to use another thing or no? Yeah,
1: you've got more than one attack. I already challenged it. Well challenge is a bonus action. Right. You gotta turn off the uh Yes. No, you I have to turn off you. you have to turn oh, off oh, advantage.
2: No, Hang on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Normal. I'll be <laughs> And one
1: animal. Huh, never mind. Nine and twelve. Yeah. So not hit. And nine does not hit. Um. Rovorth. Alright. Uh why not? I'm going
2: to cast vampiric Touch on it. Nice. Here we go.
1: Oh, but it doesn't hit. You Would, what'd you get, buddy? I got an eight. Yeah, that doesn't hit. It's trying to stomp Margot to death, so it's a little hard to get a bead on it. What you doing?
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. it seems intent on attacking Margot. It's my turn.
1: okay, it's its turn, and I need to roll a d six. Oh good, I mean for me, not for you guys. The Vargon stag has an ability called relentless on most attacks, instead of being reduced to zero, it's reduced to one. And that ability recharges on a five or a six on a six-sided die, so it recharged. It really wants to kill Flint, but you two are right in front of it, so it's going to bite Margo. Does a thirteen hit Margo?
2: Nope, her armor class is sixteen. Thank God.
1: Yeah, so it fails to bite you.
2: Flint, fire bolt, fire bolt. I'm right here, so I can do this in a straight line. Okay, that was a twenty-five, and it takes fourteen fire damage.
1: It is dead and on fire.
2: Oh God, this really smells so dead. bad.
1: It does, uh, actually. With your nature check, you also know that the meat of a Vargenstag stag is all but inedible.
2: Oh my gosh, you can't even eat it. Well, over there, I thought you were going to stop it. Absolutely, eat it. Uh, oh my it's all fun.
1: Robert's like, cool, we have meat, and then Flint's like, no, don't eat that, and I'm like, aw, yeah.
2: No, don't eat it, it's poisonous.
1: <laughs> it's not poisonous, it just tastes awful.
2: You w- eat that, it's awful. Yeah.
1: You'll wish it was poisonous.
2: Darn it, I was so hoping to get me and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can um, always hack off its horns. Yeah. Yeah. That's a,
1: well, yeah. I mean, Roscoe, did, or did Roscoe grow up in a halfling community?
2: Maybe maybe not a full on halfling community, but.
1: Like, they would have set. There there would have been a lot of halfling religion around him as he grew up. Yes. Okay. Or rather, in the very early years. Early Uh, years, yes. Alright. Then. Everyone else can make history checks if they like to see what they know, but Roscoe will know this off the top of his head.
2: Oh, can I use advantage on this? You can. I have not yet. I have not yet used this. Aha, that's good. A 16. Alright. Oh, I think got a 19.
1: Nice. And what did Rovarth get? Oh, I didn't try. Oh, okay. Um. Well, then, all three of you know that in halfling culture, there is a holiday called Crag's Day. It's this large festival with piñatas shaped like the head of a Vargenstag, and you crack them open with sticks. It's all a little bit different, but the point is to celebrate the story of Crag, who was a halfling that was charged to kill a Vargenstag so that he could marry his love. With the help of Thodabald Bunce and a wolf, he was able to kill it. And according to the legend the wolf that helped him, her descendants actually became the wolfhounds that halflings usually ride into battle instead of uh, horses or ponies.
2: God dang, halflings are so metal.
1: It's also, according to that story, that's where Thodaball Bunce got his ironwood walking stick. That's cool. I like that story. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a popular, it's not uncommon for quote, barbarian tribes to go out into the wilderness and hunt a stag as some of, some sort of rite of passage, like some people would hunt a bear. Right. And for player reference, a vargenstag is a challenge rating of four. Yeah, you guys were lucky you didn't encounter one in the So can uh,
2: I like hit one of these pinatas?
1: <laughs> uh well, you've got about six months before you're really gonna encounter Krag's Day. But if you're near a yeah. halfling if you're near, if you are near a more traditionalist halfling community around the first day of fall, yeah, you can go ahead and hit one. Like, <laughs> at one. Accurate. Yeah, she's just run around
2: <laughs> beating up all the pinatas.
1: Yep. Well, you guys arrive at the gates of Nemgalore. All of you know that Nemgalore has a lot of entrances and exits. You just have no idea where they are. This is the only one anybody seems to know about. It's not... Because everything's underground, it's kind of hard to get lost to an extent. You know, if you just follow the road and the signs, you'll get to Nemgalore City. And from the gate, it only takes about half a day, which means you guys have traveled about eight miles from the entrance halfway up a mountain to the gates of Nemgalore City itself. You know that your instructions were to go to the palace, but I didn't know if you guys wanted to, like, get a bath.
2: I I do need some. I do need I, some R and appreciate a bath. That would be like, wise before
1: doing any formal meetings.
2: Yeah, so that way we don't stink. Travel through the mountains for like God knows how long.
1: All right. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of hotels for you guys to stay at and do that thing. Coming up with a hotel name. Gonna click on random generator. There we go. Show me your secrets! So, we're gonna say you guys stay at the Barons. I get it. B-A-R-O-N-S. And it's a pretty nice hotel. I mean, you're looking at uh, probably about five silver a night. Which would be expensive, but you guys are kind of rich. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're you're a little wealthy. We do alright. You said five silver.
1: Um, actually, I misspoke. It would be eight silver a night. But there is a bathhouse, and the city itself heats its water from volcanic vents, so it is a hot bath.
2: That is I I dig it even more. So I'm going to get nice and clean. (laughs) If it's one of those bathhouses, Margo's just going to swim around.
1: That's fine. Technically, they do have men's and women's bathing areas, but nobody can tell what Margo is, so... (laughs) Margo is Margo. (laughs) By nature of being an anthropomorphic otter, you're a little non-binary.
2: Are you supposed to be in here? Well, I'm in here. Well, yeah, so should, so I guess that means yes. Oh, oh, Listen,
1: don't question Enjoy yourself. Not worth it. Yep. So is there anything you guys wanted to do, say, in the city, before you went to the palace?
2: Flint kind of wants to explore, see if he can find any cool, like, um, honestly, he's a real big fan of junk shops, just to see what weird stuff people get rid of. So if there's, like, You might explore, you know, the the artist's Sally and stuff.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, it's a good city to do that in.
2: Yes, actually.
1: Give me a moment. It continues to hide its secrets from me. You find a little shop that I don't have a name for. It's like an antique shop, but it's just selling random junk.
2: Treasure, treasure,
1: treasure chest. Yeah. There's, I mean, there, there's a lot of neat stuff in there. Let me see if I can find something for you to be interested in. You find a very pretty satin nightcap. It looks a little old, but it's very nice. You know, and it, it's very, very soft in your hands.
2: Oh, man, Flint needs to have it just for, like, you know, the the texture.
1: All right. The shopkeep charges you two silver for it.
2: Okay. Okay, <laughs> quick question. Do so I find any, like, neat jewelry? Like, Flint's kind of...
1: Oh, there's tons of costume jewelry. Well, what they consider I'm costume sure. jewelry. Yeah, I mean, there there's tons of worthless rings and necklaces and stuff like that. Is Margot there? Uh Would you have gone with Flint?
2: Yes. Okay. I didn't say that over there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably get something like. Oh, uh, you get a shiny ring if they have one. But... Oh
1: yeah. You also find a very shiny metal urn. I mean, it seems like it's made out of steel.
2: Hmm. Honestly, I feel like Flint would ask, like you know. Where did you find this? Because it looks kind of cool.
1: The urn or the uh, nightcap? Like, boosh, the, no. the urn. Someone was selling their house and so they brought it in and sold it to me. That's usually how a lot of this stuff goes.
2: How much is it? Can I. Yes. Ashley? What? Oh, I, I thought that. I'm sorry, I thought that point was talking. What would, like, can you just put stuff in a metal urn? Yeah. It's an urn. Like random things? Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, she's just going it. Like, she probably would be interested in that to organize her bag a little bit better. How much is the metal urn?
1: They'll sell it to you for five silver. Okay. Um, and how on closer is inspection, you can... Is in a gold piece? Ten.
2: Ten. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: On closer inspection, you can see that it actually has a lot of really cool etchings in it. There are some words, but it's in Dwarven, and you don't read Dwarven. That's really cool, and you'll spend probably about a uh, five copper pieces on jewelry. It's real shiny, it's just not worth anything.
2: <laughs> I mean that's something we're good with too though. How does that factor into silver because copper's a little lower than silver, right yes. Is it yep. Okay. Awesome. Cool. It feels pretty now. She's probably still upset that we had to get rid of the tiara. But we lived. That's all that matters.
1: That's true. All right. Well, that night you all have a very good rest. Flint, you wear your nightcap. And you actually have very pleasant dreams. Which is nice, because every couple of nights so far, you've had a nightmare about being a soldier and having your head cut off. And I'm generally surprised you haven't asked anyone about that yet.
2: Listen, the doesn't want to bother you guys with his nightmares.
1: That's fair. Um, yeah. and Margo, when you go to put stuff in the urn, you realize that it's full of ashes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I dump all the food out? I mean
1: <laughs> that. I mean, I I assume you just ask this to the party in general. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I that's like, what i I genuinely was asking. I'm sorry. I, just, that's I, I feel like I just, that imagine don't even, I just imagine you don't. give context. You're just looking at it and go. I not this out. Like, wait, uh, what is it like? oh, I feel like this is the best on some level. And just go and dig a, a pit and pour him in there. Okay, I mean, is there any, like, ground out fact that she could even do that?
1: No, everything's stoned.
2: Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> okay. I mean, we can do it when do we Do you get think back I out? could take it somewhere and, like, figure out who
1: this do? to? Does anyone speak Dwarven? Where would languages be at? Bottom of your character sheet under proficiencies. Bottom left of the character sheet. I do speak Dwarven. Cool. I don't. According to the urn, these are the remains of Victoria Thalman, who- Victoria Thalman the Brave. She was some kind of great warrior. According to this, she killed a seeing tree. A seeing tree?
2: What is that?
1: Make an arcane check. Arcane? They are most certainly not natural. I should
2: have known that, but nature was the first thing that
1: popped in my mind.
2: Oh, one sec. Jackson still had advantage of him. Roscoe got a 15. Okay, well, Flint rolled again and got a 26. Wow.
1: What'd you get, Margo?
2: Margo got a
1: 19. Okay. 19. 19. Is Rovarth paying any attention to this? Huh? <laughs> that, that answers that. <laughs> no, Rovarth's not paying any attention to this. <laughs> Alright. Well, all of you know that a seeing tree or seeing stalk, as it's more commonly known, is an abomination. It is a netherling, a creature from the darkness in between the stars. This particular netherling, it, like all netherlings, it has a body like a tree trunk, and feet, tentacle feet like roots. However, it floats along the ground. It is made of meat, but it has no skin It has uh, three large lidless eyes in the center of its body and it is covered in mouths and out of those mouths, like tongues come eye stalks and it casts magic through those eye stalks.
2: Ugh. Like, it just, I kept thinking you were done and it just kept getting worse. Like, man, I'm eat dinner, you're putting me off my food.
1: I'm still hungry. Maybe you shouldn't go buying dead people's ashes.
2: I didn't buy the ashes, and also we didn't know it was a it was a bunch of ashes. I bought them. So
1: Flint, with your twenty six, <laughs> wait, is cool
2: though that she killed that.
1: Yeah, with your twenty six, you know that uh, right. they are resistant to non magical damage, and they're also resistant to magic. Mechanically what that means is they have advantage on saving throws versus magical effects.
2: Long story short, the person who killed this scene tree is a badass. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should like We should put it in a boat and sink the boat. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like we should do something what? a little more, you know respectful than just, you know, dumping her ashes and using her urn I agree, or, good know, sir. S- selling her ashes the uh a- Junk shop. In fact, it's quite disappointing that a junk shop is where she ended up.
1: I mean, you guys could always just take her home and put her on the mantle. We could do that. I mean, I'm up for it.
2: I I want to keep her. And then like yeah. people could ask us I'm questions like
1: who is that? And like, I don't know, some lady that killed a really terrifying thing.
2: <laughs> She's a badass, we respect yep. her. Alright. Yeah, so favorite we, we, favorite got a, we, we, we got a we got a we got cool we got home decorations. Yeah, well, baby. Well, well, we will we will put it in a respectful <laughs> place in the house, above the mantelpiece. Yeah, mantelpiece. <laughs> when Plank when gets home, he just starts leaving candies in front of it occasionally. He's like, Why is there candy in front of
1: this? Like I'm paying my respect. Just me alone. And then the raccoon guy eats them. No.
2: Margo scampers by and eats it. Oh my goggle.
1: Alright, so I, I guess you guys are ready to go to the palace. Yes. yes. Yeah. Alright. You get there and you, you know, show the writ from Lord Betton and I mean it takes like twenty minutes for you guys to be let into the palace. And you're led to a very nice parlour and told to wait. In which you wait for a little over an hour before a finely dressed dwarf man walks in. He's average height for a dwarf with a long red beard with silver rings braided into it. And Rovarth, you immediately recognize him as Sven Gunsberg, your mentor from the war. Oh my god. And he goes, he sees you and goes, Rovarth Mirax, man, it was worth making Betton not tell you who you were meeting with just to see your face. Why? How?
2: Roscoe just looks at you.
1: This, this was like, my mentor. Saved me from quite a few. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one that sir took Rovarth from a green little boy into the uh, fine dragon man he is now.
2: And he is a fine man, good sir. Oh,
1: and I, I go in and mentor. I, I go to give him like a, like a hug. <gasps> yeah, a bro hug. yeah. He, well, he, you, you go to do a bro hug, and he does what you knew he was going to do, and pulls you in for a real big hug, okay. graciously. Yeah. Uh, this is the most affectionate any of you have ever seen Robarth.
2: I'm going to say, uh, it, it, while it's the most affectionate I've seen Robarth, given some of the um, stories I've done with other people who've had this relationship with their mentors, it's not surprising.
1: Yeah. And with that, this episode is over.
2: Yay!
1: Anybody? No <laughs> <laughs> we know,
2: we, we know. We can know can I, I want to eat food.
1: You guys uh, have any pluggables?
2: I have a Twitcher and Instagram, Elfinly underscore E. I do things occasionally. The art things, hopefully. Yeah. I have a YouTube channel, which has recently changed names to make it a little bit more unique than, you know, five other ones. Anyway, um, so it is now Erasil Prime. That is E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. Where I have various uh, role-playing related uh, podcasts. Or up podcasts. Ah! <laughs> Let's Blaze. You right. cheating whore. No, I, I occasionally shout out to the podcast. <laughs> In fact, I think all the new ones I do. So Anyway, that's what I do. See ya. Next He's guy. Move. Alright, I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer where I talk way too much about pro wrestling. Cute animal pictures, especially possums and raccoons. Maybe a bodega cat or two. And then I'm on Instagram at Jerry, Jerry, quite contrary as usual. Jerry is spelled J E R I. Pictures of me in costume. Pictures of me dressed up. Food. Cute animals. Random stuff. Enjoy. It's fun. That's all. Bye. I'm on Instagram as Ashley M. s-c-v-a And then I'm also on TikTok as Ashley McQueen fifteen, but that might change. And I only have like one up right now because I don't know what I'm doing. But that's where I'm at on social media is
1: and I've been your host, Eli Royal, and if you take a small box and put all of your hopes and dreams inside of it, buried it in the yard, and think calming thoughts, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at some variation of Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, artisan props. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Ah.
0: Thank you for listening to this part of our tale traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at weplayrpgs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at we Play RPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.